I was so sad, man, because I, I, had, I had two sickle cell crises back to back. Gotcha. My mindset was, was it was shattered. Gotcha. I, I, I couldn't think right. And so, man, this time, I'm not messing with the knife. Okay? <laughs> I know that for a fact. I remember what happened the first time. I'm not messing with the knife. So that, I say. That technique over. I, I, yeah. I say, okay, I'll tell you what they're going to do. I wrote another note, right? Said all the things I had to say in the note. And because I had this constant beating, you'll never be nothing. Man, watch what you, you say. This see, see you, you got to understand, all this is going on constantly. Yeah. And so I get some sheets, time together. And, man, I throw it over there, man. Now, I got a, I got a knot tying badge from Boy Scouts. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh-huh. Ah, <laughs> all, all this thing. <laughs> no, no, this is my mindset. Cuff and shake. Watch what happens, though. Watch what happens. I threw it over the top of the door. I got a little footstool. I done tied the noose and everything. I'm standing there. I'm going to get out of here. I'm gone. Because it's hell in here. Oh, man. It's hell in here. It's hell in here. Nobody should have to live like this. This is hell in here. You understand? This is hell. I kicked the stool from under me, fell square on my ass. <laughs> it, went, it was too long. This, the sheet was too long? No. The knot I had tied on the other side of the door it gave way. I, I fell straight down. I'm talking about me. Legs. Look, me. Legs. And, I'm talking about when I, kicked it, when I kicked it. When I kicked the stool. I'm not laughing. I swear to God, me. I'm not laughing. I fell square. Like in an L. Flat on my behind. Dog. I said, that's it. I said, I can't even kill myself. I can't do it. I got, I, I got this nothing son. right. I can't do nothing. I can't even kill myself. I had I'm to, not laughing. Dog, I sat on the side of my bed, B, and I just looked around and said, I can't even kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank and God. And say, thank God I did, man, because it was just showing me. Boy, stop. You're not leaving. Mm. You got a purpose, man, and you, you're not leaving. You're going to have to fulfill this purpose. And I didn't even know that at that time, man, that I would have my own foundation working for Sickle Cell. Let's talk about it. So here's my first question. And this is the main question of the entire Instincts podcast. What is arguably, because we have a lot of them, the most challenging thing in life you've had to overcome? And how did you overcome it? Uh, the most challenging thing I ever had to overcome in life was making it to the next day. Wow. <laughs> Elaborate on that one. <laughs> yeah, man. See, see, man, he's diagnosed with this disease called sickle cell. Hmm. A lot of people take life for granted. See, you, you wake up, you just go outside. I can't do that, man. Situations that can happen in my life, they can change it in a light switch in the blink of an eye. Wow. See, sometimes, man, I think people complain about the wrong things. When it's life, you should be celebrating. See, I can't take the rest of it. When you had these two week stints in the hospital, man, what you think I'd be doing? Be fighting right, for right, life. Right. That's the number one thing for me is making it to the next day. Now, is that every day every or you had a flare day. every day? No, no, not every day. It's just that when it happens. When it flares up. When it flares up and you go to a crisis, man, and you down, when you got something going so right in your life. Mm-hmm. 
And then here this comes. And now I got to look at, am I ashamed? Am I embarrassed? Mm. How do I pick it back up? Do I keep going? You have to learn, man, that you're going to fall and stumble. I love sickle cell for the fact it reminds me that every day is a gift. Every said, last one of them. He said, I love sickle cell. Yeah. The fact that it reminds me that every day is a gift. Every single day. Now, the second part of the question, real quick. How did you get through your, your scariest stint, two weeks or, or further? What allowed you what, did you, what did you say to yourself to get through living day to day at that moment? Not knowing if tomorrow was coming. <laughs> How'd you get through it? Uh, man, I'll be honest with you, man. That ain't number God. Hmm. I'm going to tell you that, man. Uh, see, man, it's, it's kind of a lot of the things, man, that when you have sickle cell and you have the condition that I have and the way I have to live my life and certain things, man, simple stuff don't bother you. Mm, that's right. I can see that. You understand? Yeah. So I, I don't care about my light bill being pink. <laughs> I don't care nothing about it. You know why? Because I'm just, I'm glad to just see the pink letter. Gotcha. You Got understand? You. Got you. So every time you're in those moments, man, the, the one thing you have to understand is, man, you got to have a will to live. Right. You haven't thought about dying yet, Brian. You ain't did that. Right, right. Almost died seven times. Wow. And how old are you, Junior? 43. 43 years old. In case you don't know by now, this is Junior from the <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show joining us on the Instincts Podcast. Oh, hey, man. I'm glad to know you, man. Hey, man, I'm glad to know you, bro. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Why? Why? Am I out here talking to you on a dock? <laughs> Just tell me why, bro. We can't do the pond cast. I see. I didn't know land. you had a pond. <laughs> yes, sir. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Bla- I know Black people got a lot of stuff. Yes. I don't know Black people got their own pond. Yeah. <laughs> With ducks. Well, here's the thing, man. So for those that don't know, I'm this is what's so funny about what you. he's saying. Junior has been here before. Yeah. But Bean Acres is 20 acres of fun. I didn't know that. And he didn't make his way back here to what we call the 50-yard line on the, on the pond. <laughs> so when we said we coming to get you, he called and said, I said, let me know when you get to the dock, or let me know when you get here, and I'm going to have somebody come get you. And you said what? Come yeah. get you from where? Yeah. I said, where, where, where are they coming from? <laughs> so I'm just standing up there, and I'm like, well, maybe they're coming out the house. I don't, I don't know. I'm right there. I look right. at the street. Right. I said, they ain't coming that way. So I look back and said, well, where is they coming from? And out of nowhere, Quanta comes around on a, on a, what is that? That's a, go- that's a, a golf cart. It's called a lifted golf cart. Lifted golf cart. She comes, picks me up, and says, come on. Where did you come from? <laughs> that's all I need to know. I didn't even know. Yes, sir. Now yes, sir. she drives me around. I said, what is this? And why? Man, I'm from the city. Right. Y'all ain't got no pond downtown. Dog, I ain't, ain't no pond downtown, dog. <laughs> ain't none. Dog, I'm just trying to figure out why am I on a dock. That's the first shock I got to get over. Well, hey, we but got man, a I'm lot. I'm proud of you, man. I love this. No, nah, I appreciate it, man. No, no I got to expand my vision. Now, I ain't thinking big enough. Yeah, no, man. That's, that's what it does, man. That's what it does. That's what it does. Automatically. And when I acquired it, that's one of the things I wanted to do. Even people successful like yourself, I just think a lot of times it's good to see different people's perspective. I never thought yeah. I had 28 because I never thought. I grew up on both sides of the tracks. I never thought I'd be here. Definitely didn't think I'd meet somebody like you, man. So, God, no, it's, it's no, all man. in the works. You know what, man? I told you, man. I told you a special dude. I already told you that. I, I really mean that. You know, man, it's, it's one thing, man, when you can look somebody, man, and say, man, he don't even know it. He ain't even at the top of his potential yet. Wow. That's what's scary, Brian. See, that's what I get scared of, man. I look at you, man, and I see all the stuff you're doing. Like, even this podcast. <laughs> what are we going to do it next? What are we going to do it at the Atlantic podcast? What are we going to have next? Because we doing the pond the, right the ocean, now. We doing the ocean cast. Oh, no, the ocean cast. Yes, sir. I, I promise yes, you, man. Sir. Yes, sir. Because I look at people like you, man, and it's, it's special, man, to keep a person like you because you got vision. Hmm. 
that's one thing that a lot of people miss is that you got to have you have to see it. Yes, sir. The vision is necessary. You know, everybody, everybody sees, well, 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 I had no idea that when I started doing stand-up that I would be successful in it. I just saw it. Right, right. I had no idea. I just saw the vision. Right. Now, you thought I thought about radio when I started telling these jokes? Probably not. No, no, no. You thought I'd be sitting next to Steve. You thought I was... No, in, not yeah. in a million years. Didn't right. see it. I just saw myself successful, though. That's right. And then it started coming together. And then when you, when you have those moments and you got the vision... Then now, that's the that's ninety percent of the battle is the vision. vision. That's right. And once you get the vision, man, stuff will start happening that you've already thought of. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that because you had to have that to get where you are. But I'm sure there was a point in your life where you didn't have that vision. I know a little bit about how you grew yeah. up. I know some yeah. of the people you hung around. I've, yeah. I've seen your text threads. Yeah. Um, and, and so you didn't you didn't have that vision. No. But I'm gonna make a pact with you before we go backwards. Okay. Because the format of the show is we're going to talk about what you're doing now, and we're going to work backwards into yeah. how you got there, right? Gotcha. I want to make a pat right now. What's that, brother? Since you're so enthralled and enthusiastic about the podcast. I can't, I can't get over it. Okay, so how about this? This year, my architect is putting together some plans. You see that hill over there? You see, see how it slopes down? Yeah. We're going to build, we're going to use the land... Uh-huh. and actual tree trunks as seating and backing. And we're going to use nature to build an amphitheater in the land. Shut up. I'm going to build Shut another... Shut up. <laughs> Hold on, let me tell you the vision. That's your Because we talk about making vision. That's yeah, me. That's, that's me. you. Okay. We're going to build a, a bigger dock and a gazebo out to the center. Okay. I'm, as a speaker, I teach people how to monetize their message. This, this show is being sponsored by monetize your message. That's where we turn your trials and tribulations into celebrations and show you how to monetize it. I'm going to train people here in the pond while they, see, while they sit in the amphitheater. But I want you to come do a comedy show here at Bean Acres. Boy, well, you, ain't I, got, <laughs> you ain't even got to pay me. I'm coming. You, I don't even need to check. Just let me stand out here and tell jokes about ducks and beavers. And, and boy... I swear to God, you're going to love this. Yes, sir. I will do yes, that. Sir. Absolutely. We, we, we on record. You, you no, heard it first. Yes, I will be you, performing at Bean Acres. I'm telling myself. at the yes. Bean Acres. We're yes. going to have a Bean Acres the, comedy club. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the best show ever because I ain't never did it on water. Look at, <laughs> look at God. Putting me on water telling these jokes. Boy, I'm doing it. Hey, man. I'm doing it. I tell you this all the time. All right, so we're on record. He's coming back to Bean Acres. I'm coming back to the show. I, when I build an amphitheater on the hill. I'm doing it. When I have the dock expanded on the water, I'm doing you know, it. I'm going to have some kind of fountain. You know, Luda, we, we make it now, you know Ludicus live right here. Ludicus live what? in my backyard. Yeah. Every day I got to walk by his pond. He got a pond, too? Yes, sir. We all got ponds. Yeah. Oh, oh, they out here. Yeah. They passing yeah. their ponds out here. I got <laughs> I, kind of, you got to have pass out pond money. Ooh, you got to have some money to just get a pond. Man, Man yes, yeah, so I walk by his house every day, and, and the vision every day gets bigger. His gazebo. How you got the uh, aerator kicking yeah. the pond up? Every day, oh, no. it get bigger, man. It get bigger. He got the fountain. No, you know, he got that. He got that Fast and Furious money. Yeah, that Fast and Furious money. So shout out to Ludacris, man. Yeah, Native, man, man. My dude, man. Can I come over? I'm right here. Vision, vision, <laughs> right? vision, man. Talk to me, real quick. Take me, take me back to the beginning, real quick. Mm-hmm. You on stage? No, before you get on stage. 
Did you know that people tell you you were funny? Did you know you would be doing stand-up? Were you in school yeah. telling jokes? Like, yeah. did you know that? Yeah. At what point did you know I'm funny and this is and I want to make I funny know, I money? Knew, I'm gonna tell you something. I was I was I was actually man. See, I was always just funny kid. I just this is how I am. I got the same energy I had when I was ten. Okay. I, I just always like that, right? I already knew. My family already knew. They already knew. I used to dress up like James Brown, Michael Jackson. I do all that for them. When company come over, go, go get James. You want to go get James? I'm going to get James. You know what I'm saying? I would do all that, right? So, you know, in school, in the seventh grade, man, seventh and eighth grade, man, school, the science teacher, her name is Parker, never forget her, she used to allow me on Fridays, if the kids did that, we passed the test on Thursdays in science class, she gave me the first 15 minutes of class to tell jokes. Come on. Yeah. Your I first audience. Yeah, man. My, was Seventh my grade, you like 12. Yeah. That's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was. Out to who? What's her name? Miss Parker. Miss Parker. Mrs. Parker, she probably passed now. Right. Man, I'm telling you, she gave me the opportunity. She never stopped it. That's crazy. Because when I would read, I would read as different people. I would never read as me. Right. Characters. Yeah, I would read as different people. You know, I'd read like Muhammad Ali. I'd be, take the oxygen. Right. All that. I was just doing that. Right. You know, Bill Kyle, all of them. Man, I was just reading as people. I'd never read as me. Is, are the classmates laughing? Yes. They laugh. They love it. Okay. And I, that's what it meant. So then, I knew I was going to be a stand-up when I was 14. Okay, seven years later. You know, no, no, two years, no, two later. years later. Two, two years, years later. later. Seven grade. Uh, now I, you're about to. I'm, I'm, nine, I'm, I'm eight, a freshman. Eight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a freshman, man. And I remember God whispering in my ear, that's what you're going to be doing. And I looked over there and it was gone. I just. And that's how crazy it is, man. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. It wasn't even a muffle. That's what you're going to be doing. Wow. And do you know, man, I was going to school to be a mechanical engineer. I don't know why. Just because my family told me I was going to be an engineer. And I wasn't happy. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, they tried to force that on me, and I, it just didn't make sense for me. I wasn't even mad, you know? Hold, hold on, real quick. Yeah. Uh, there went the questions. <laughs> so, so, guess, so guess what? We about to do We about to talk we it out. We about to talk it out. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody know I throw my card, and there went the questions. Now, here's the good news. Here's what I've learned. Just that, man. They float. They, 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 they don't sink. Yeah. They're going to float over there. And we're gonna grab them. That's all I, good. I can't, I can't pollute my own water. I'm telling you, man, 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 you know, hey, man it don't even matter, man, because talking to you is like water anyway. No, that's good, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I got a I'm glad I got a good memory because I did memorize the questions. And one of them was, it, it's kind of I was gonna ask this ironically, and God said, look, you gotta memorize, you don't need these. Yeah. Um you said he whispered in your ear, that's gonna be you. Who are you watching? <sighs> who are you watching? Martin and Lawrence. who Martin? Come on, man. That's my favorite. Come movie. on, man. I, I was watching I, Def Jam. Before we get into Martin Lawrence. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was watching Def Jam. The funniest. Martin, to me, don't I get love the, love, the respect he needs, man. Man, Martin, man, he, he I'm telling you, man. I, I, he go like this for me, man. I love Richard Pryor because I was Rich, I was watching Richard Pryor when I was a kid. Right give me the Mount Rushmore. Give me, give me the Mount Rushmore. Oh, man, it's hard to do that. I know. I oh know. It. Gosh, it's barbershop talk, man. You got yeah. the Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore rappers. You got the Mount Rushmore of the NBA. Yeah, you got comedy, the man. Comedy. It's just... Man, it's, I, see, my comedy, the way I look at comedy, man, I look at everybody, man, it's, it's hard to do. It's hard to put, it's just hard to put four up there. I mean, please, man, I, you got to understand, it's, that's not the jokes, it's what they did with their career. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like man, like, for Eddie Murphy, when he did Delirious, did you know Eddie Murphy was only 21 years old? He was 21 years old. Dog, that's, and he let he, you know that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. He's 21 years 21 old. 21 years old, man. Touring like that. Packed out. Packed out, man. You know, Richard Pryor, man. I mean, the, the reason why I love everybody loves Rich, man, is because of the honesty and making fun of his own life. That's crazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. You know, like, th there's so many, man. I mean, I can't even tell you. It's, it's just hard. Like, man, I, 
I'm not saying because he's my boss, but watching what Steve done, man, it's just like, it's like talking to one of my regular family members. Wow. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I, I watch it like what Martin did, man. He, like, he, he shook me because you're so crazy, man. You, you don't understand. That was the one for me. You he's didn't so know crazy. he was crazy. Deranged. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime somebody tells a joke and it becomes yeah. part of the, the yeah. pop, pop culture. Man. Crazy. Deranged. Yeah. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah. So, man, you know, like, it's just good, man. I mean, even when I met Martin, man, it was, you know, I did it, you know, Martin, Martin Lawrence's First Amendment. The first time I, I met Martin. Really? I, yeah, I did Martin Lawrence's First Amendment. Yeah. I did Call of Duty six years. Martin Lawrence's First Amendment. So, wait, help the people that don't know. That, that was the name of one of his, like, You So Crazy First Amendment no, no, was no, one yeah, of his initials. Yeah, it was like, it was like, he, it was like the follow up to Def Jam. He had all these other comedians. Oh, oh. that's right, that's right. And yeah, he was kind of producing. He was producing it. Gotcha. He, he gave us a, he gave us a uh, stage. opportunity, yeah. Yeah, he gave us an opportunity, man. And, man, I met him, man. It was like, man, I almost cried, dude, because I couldn't believe. And he was so cool. He's like, yo, yo, man, I'm telling you right now, that was crazy, man. Yeah, because I, I heard a, a lot of people in the DMV area, Martin's up there in the, yeah. the um, Baltimore and all those areas, they said off stage, he's really quiet, he's really reserved. Quiet. You know, he really people is. think comedian's supposed to be no. all the time laughing. No, he's man. Just really, they say he's really quiet. No, he really is quiet, man. Yeah. He's a really quiet dude, man. And I'm telling you, man, it was just like, you know, so that's because when I was coming up, that was who was on TV. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, well, he was coming he up. He was dominating, man. He was dominating. How you got the Martin Show on Fox, Def Comedy Jam. You got two of the highest rated shows. Yes. One on national TV, one on cable. Yes. You know what I mean? And and to this day, man, when I hear the Mount Rushmore, a lot of people don't mention his name. I don't know why. I'm I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah, now, don't get me wrong. You got your Chappelle's. I mean, you, you, you're looking over, man. You're looking over a billion dollars in box Box, box office. office. Man, you crazy, I went to see man. him live at the Fox. They played yeah. a montage Sometimes it's like when you see somebody in concert and you hear all their songs, you forget how many hits they had. Right, right. When they did Martin's two-minute introduction, bro, it took a whole two minutes, which is a long time. That's a long time. To go over. Oh, my God, man. I'm telling you, man. Bad boys. I mean, I can't even. He's he's undervalued, man. Uh, Man, not mine. Yeah, Yeah. mine either. Not not mine, man. Mine Uh, either. I'm telling you right now, man, I'm just telling you that because he was on TV when I was growing up. That's how he became my favorite because I watched him. Right, right, You right. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know what they talk about with Martin. Martin is, you, can't nobody argue Martin. So I'm give me this. Legend. So give me this. You mentioned, I'm not saying this show Mount Rushmore for the record, but you mentioned Steve, you mentioned Eddie, you mentioned Pryor, you mentioned Martin. So yeah. these are people you've mentioned. Give me one more that you would mention right now. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Can I tell you, man? I can't tell you. I can't tell you, man, what Bernie did, man. Bernie, Bernie <laughs> pretty much bogarted his way on TV. I loved it. <laughs> he bullied his remember, way. Remember, we watched, we watched uh, Kings of Cards. Exactly. I ain't got yeah, no show. I ain't got no show. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, yeah, welcome to the Bernie Mac show. <laughs> I mean, I want a show. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I, yeah, I'm playing. he did. Yeah, and he got did. one. And got one. Called it into him. He pulled, he pulled it, it into him. Yeah, yeah. Man, but, he, but, but, but his comedy was so... It was so relatable. Yeah. He got jokes, man, that people can go back and just understand. Bernie Man been doing this a long time. He's been in Chicago, man. He's, he, was a, he had a night every night he was doing shop, He was doing comedy. Back to back. Yeah, man. Then Bernie taught me something, man, when he was on Oprah. And he told me, man, and this is something that, man, I took to heart. He said, don't do it for the money. Do it for the love. Absolutely. Yeah. He said, if you do your craft and work your craft, the money will come. It'll never get old. It'll never get old, but yeah. the money going to come. Yeah. If you do what you love, the money going to come. You doing what you love to do. Money coming. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dog, we absolutely. sitting on a punk. You think money ain't came here yet? 
Yeah, yeah, like money. It just, took a little bit to get. No, I'm just it took a little bit to but get. But you never took yeah. your eyes off the prize, Absolutely. though. Absolutely not. And that's it, man. You do the stuff you do, man. You talk to the people you talk to because it's your passion. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You always doing something to motivate somebody else. Yes, sir. Man, you so much of a giving person. Do you know what it takes to have people come out to your pond? Not much. I couldn't wait to. I got mad actually because you didn't call me yet. Hey, let's clear this up. I, I did. Let, 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 let's clear this I did. up. To I did. everybody watching. To everybody I watching. I got. I got to everybody watching. I did. When you when you commit to having the Instincts podcast outside, I, I did. The first thing you check is the weather. Okay, <laughs> you got to make sure it's not too cold. Yeah. You got to make sure you we out here scorching. You got to make sure we ain't out here sweating. When I looked through my phone and said, "Who can I call on such short notice?" I called you and you responded. Yeah, instantly. Instantly. But this is what people miss. Yeah. You can't bring Junior out, man, and I'm a few episodes in. No. I had to wait to get what they no. call a few in the can. I don't care about the can. <laughs> you can kick the can down the street. I was just mad at the fact I, I kept, because you know I'm on social media. I see this. You see this. I see this. I said, oh, no, he not. <laughs> and I didn't know it was here at your house. Yes, sir. I just thought y'all was setting up somewhere. I said, oh, man, he can't call me yet. Oh, my God. What is he? I want to be a part of this. Yes, sir. And now I said, you took too long. Yes, sir. If you, yes, if sir. The, you had one person, I should have been two. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> well, man, I'm glad you came. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad to be and here. I, and I got a lot to talk to you about. Go ahead, bro. Let's, let's go back to let's go back to the beginning real quick. So, seventh grade, then ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Seventh grade, you said comedy. Ninth grade, you said stand up. Yeah. You start getting. Um, uh, who mentored you? Because people, I think a lot of people miss this. <laughs> stand up is a lost art. Telling jokes and making seventh graders laugh is one thing. But getting in yeah. front of a room of people who have paid, yeah. and they and they got that pressure on you, like they gave you their hard-earned dollar. Yeah. How did you know that stand-up? I know God told you, but when did the people, oh, when did the man. community, when did the clubs and managers start calling saying you can hold this microphone and people will pay to see you? When did that take me on that journey? Uh, um, so I started a comedy club called Just Joking in Houston, right? Okay. I'm in college. I'm at Prairie View. I'm sneaking down here for a whole year. I'm like 18. I ain't even, you know, I started when I was 19. But for a whole year, I just went down to, to the comedy club. Okay. I seen, I seen everybody, right? Come through? Yeah, just seen them all come through, man. Like I saw Cat Williams. When Cat Williams was Cat in the Hat, and I see uh, Corey Holcomb. Mm. I see Gary Owen. I see Lavelle Crawford. I see all these guys, right? They all coming through there back to back, you know, all of them, man. Okay. And I'm just sneaking down <laughs> here on weekends, and I'm going down here. Just, nobody knows I'm doing this. Wow. No, my, 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 my college roommate was like, where is he going? Right. I can get in the car. I come all the time. Are you skipping class? No. Oh, just that no, no, this is a weekend. Okay, weekend. Okay, guys. Okay. okay. So then, man, October 30th, 1999, that's when I started. I'm 19 years old. Grab, you mean grab, grab the, the mic. mic. Grab the mic. And bombed. I was going to ask you if it ever happened. It's <laughs> got to happen bond. at least once. Oh, yeah, it happened, dog. And bombed because I didn't know what I was doing. Right. What do you mean I wasn't funny? You just don't know the art. The art. Got you. Rodney gotcha. Winfield. Rodney Winfield was in Houston at the time. He's from, from, from St. Louis. <laughs> Rodney, that's how Rodney That's called. how you thought. Yeah, Rodney. <laughs> he used to call me executive. He said, executive, I don't know why you quit your job to do that right here. Because <laughs> 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 I talked to him, man. He said, you got to be so stupid. <laughs> how are you working for General Motors? <laughs> I was an intern at General Motors. Okay. He said, you, work, you left General Motors and, and you started coming down here and tell these jokes. He said, that's the stupidest thing. I said, you don't want this life. Ooh. And Rodney mentored me. He helped me get it right. Understand. 
I went off on stage one night, man, just going off on the people, man. And Roddy said, that's the funniest you've ever been. Snapping. <laughs> yeah, snapping. On, oh. No, I'm just talking about going off on art because they weren't laughing. They weren't doing oh, okay, nothing. I got you, I got and you. I'm up there just cussing people out every day. <laughs> and Roddy's back there at the back with a glass of wine. <laughs> he said, Xavier, that's the funniest you've ever been. Wow. And he taught me something. He said, man, all you do is own your truths and tell them. Got you. That's, of trying that's, to force it. No, own your truths and tell them. And then, you know, then I learned that there's a method. The, the thing that people understand is that when new comedians, comedians come out there, you paid your hard-earned money. Once we get past the visual, once you get past seeing me there, yes, sir. you got to get right to laughing because they come in here to laugh. They don't care about your personal <laughs> problems. They don't care nothing about what's going on. Right, right. They here to laugh, man. And, and then now you have to understand now, this is everything I do on stage is intentional. Nobody knows what I'm doing, though. Got you. I got you. Remember how you said that, man? I remember when you were talking about the ducks. The ducks yeah. look good on the water. But they, you don't know what's going on under that water. That's it, what I'm doing. Right. Got you. You don't understand. What lies beneath. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea. Every, by the time y'all hear the first joke, I'm on joke number seven in my mind. Get out of it. You know where it's going. Yeah. It's a story being told. It's being told right in front of your face. But in you. here, I know what's coming out of here. Right. He's working at the same time. Right. right. But in here, I'm on joke number eight. Wow. See, I understand that there's 15 jokes, 15 jokes to a show, three minutes per joke. He's 45 minutes. Gotcha. See, that's the part of the craft that young comedians got to learn that part. Gotcha. Hey, man, all I'm telling you, man, is that all these things were taught to me. The preparation, how to prepare, how to take a joke, how to start with the, with the subject, and how to get to the punchline, how to tag, tag, tag. Okay, so let me ask you this. The new comedians, you mentioned them, that are coming out now. You see some of the guys that are now internet comedians. And I always hear old school versus new school. A lot of the old school guys don't respect the skits on Instagram and the skits on YouTube. What do you think about this new wave of comedy? Oh, I'll tell you this, man. You, you like it? it is, I, I mean, yeah, they funny. I mean, I like the skits, Comedy's too. Comedy, right. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I enjoy them. I don't judge nobody on no skit. Right. You got to get him get this mic. So you so you so you like you can do that all day. How are I you? I don't care nothing about the video. I laughed because it was funny. Right. I see a lot of stuff for people that's not even internet comedians on Instagram that I laugh at. That's funny. That's funny. That means nothing. What you got to do is grab this mic, homeboy. <laughs> I got to see you up here. Because if, if it ain't, ain't going to go well, I'm going to let you know. Oh, I can't. I said, can I go next, please? Right. Can I please go next? Okay. Because I'm going to say something. That's what all of them, that's how they, we all got trained like that. So, so stand up, stand up gets, gets more respect. If you can grab a mic and make people laugh versus for, for, do from me, from you, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. me, yeah, because yeah. that's hard. That is hard. I know what it, I know what it takes to do that. Right, right. I know what it takes to produce this laugh. See, you can't produce this laugh. Like, ah, that skit was funny though. Right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we had, we showed that. Pull that skit up. You need that skit up there, right? <laughs> Need to put that skit up there on the, the stage. Skit, the skit got the visuals, and yeah. you can, but that stand up is just you and them. Do you understand that every comedian that you see on stage is a producer? We write it, hmm. we sell it, we put it, we visualize it. That's all we doing. Hmm. We producing a show right in front of you. Got you. That makes sense. See, that's all. They, that's what they got to understand, man. See, that's taught to me too. But see, it makes it easier when I'm telling the joke, I'm setting up the joke, that I can tell you the time, place, and where it was and what happened. Mm, I got you. Now I can act it out like a movie in front of you. Then you start laughing. Now you understand. That's the method. That's the art. Got you. That's what you have to understand. That's the secret. You can't, like somebody told me, man, somebody offered me something, man, you ought to teach a class on doing stand-up. I said, oh, I can't do that. 
I'm not gonna take people's money. You know why? Because you're either born with this gift or you're not. Yeah, I can't teach it to you. Yeah, I you can't, can't teach, teach this. I got you. Because the way my mind thinks, your mind ain't gonna think like that. Got you. That's it. Do you understand how much wrong stuff I have said that was still funny? It just been wrong. But you had to, you, had, you maybe had to pivot out of it. You had yeah, to have a yeah, gift yeah. of You got to know what you're doing. Pivot yeah. out of it. Gotcha. I've said some stuff I know was wrong. But see, that's how my mind works. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be wrong. And that stuff that people don't want to laugh at, I make them laugh at because I give you these eyes. Right. That's gotcha. it. The vision. Get these eyes. And then you'll see, oh, okay, I see why this is funny. But, well, speaking of, speaking of saying something wrong, since God blew my uh, cars off into the pond, I did memorize this question. Yeah. You said speaking of something, saying something wrong. Has this PC culture and cancel culture, I've heard comedians argue about it. Comedy used to be the last art where you could say what you want to say. If a person was this, the stereotype was made fun of. If a person was that, the stereotype was made fun of. Has the cancel culture made you curve at all? Mm -mm, I ain't changed nothing. I'm going to tell you right now, you can't cancel me. God put me here. You can't cancel me. Mm. I, I'm not even that type of person, though. You're not edgy. I, yeah, I'm edgy when I do a stand-up, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I know exactly, the, see, it, it, I do more than just a show, man. I'm in this show, people, man. Like we said, we over here talking about overcoming. Right, I got That's you. That's part of my show. I'm the, I don't care nothing about cancel cultures and all this type of stuff, man. You know, yeah, the people that come see me, they're my fans. Got you. They know me. Right. That's all, that's, so I don't understand, like, what people, I don't even do that type of stuff. I don't even, I don't be on social media just trying to comment on everything that's going on. <laughs> I don't care. You know why? Because I got to work. Right. I got projects. I run a company. Right. I don't have time to sit up here and be, who said what? Hold on, let me put my project down and get, make a comment make about comment this. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that ain't got nothing to do with me, man. Man, if it ain't positive, I ain't with it. Yeah. That's bottom line. I, I think what's happening is these days, man, these cell phones are a gift and a curse. The internet is a gift and a curse. Everybody you used to be able to, now. Yeah, because oh. now when I record it and you weren't at the show, which is why I, I've been to see Chappelle live. I've been to see Chris Rock live. They got those bags where you zip, zip these phones up, up because yeah. if you weren't here, you don't understand the context that the joke maybe was told. Right. So if you just get a clip of it on Instagram, it look like I'm a racist yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something, man. You can take a 30-second clip, man, make you sound crazy. Right. That's right. That's all it is. Yeah, that's right. The editing. Yeah. That's what the magic yeah. made. And I get canceled because yeah. you didn't get the whole... You didn't get the whole story. <laughs> you know? It's 30 seconds. I got you. So that's why, man, it's, a, it's a, you know, like, you know, I, I, I don't have that type of mental capacity, man. There's so much more we could be doing right. for me to be worried about cancel culture. What, who, 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 the people, who the people that cancel you? Who that? Yeah. Who? I remember... I remember Bill Maher made some statements. Um, the young lady, Kathy Griffin, I think, made some statements. Yeah. And I remember when the cancel culture started it jumping that, it off. Wasn't, it wasn't at a comedy show. They was at work. Okay, there you go. You see what so I'm there's a difference. Yeah. 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 You know, you just can't be on TV and say anything. <laughs> you got sponsors. Yeah, you got right. sponsors. They're going to pull all the money out. <laughs> right. That's, that's the difference. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Now, at a comedy show, don't, it should be fair game. It's fair. Yeah. I don't care. Man, I'm telling you right now, if you got little feet and you sit in the front row and I bring them up, don't say nothing. Right. Well, all the little feet people going to cancel me? <laughs> Everybody size five and under. Oh, I can't believe he said something. <laughs> he said something about little why feet. They, they <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. I bring up Bill Maher, Kathy Griffin, for example. Is there a big difference between being a black comedian and white comedian in the, in the industry? Absolutely. Yeah, big difference. Is it harder? 
No, 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 no. What's the difference between? It just. Let me tell you something, man. You know, comedy is comedy. You know, black people. You know, you know the types that we laugh at. Right. You know what I'm saying? We always laughing at pain. Yeah. That's, that's all it is, man. I just it. talk about, yeah, I just talk about my pains in life and let people laugh at them. I, they don't bother me. They funny. Because God had to put me in a situation for me to see it. Just, right. To go through it, to live it. You know what I'm saying? White comedians, I, I don't really, I don't know a lot of them. All I know is pretty much black comedians. I don't really right. know a lot of white them. Uh, I, let me think about it. Hold on. Don't know nothing. <laughs> You mean you don't know any personally? None. Do you know, you ever seen Gary Owens? Do you know Gary Owens? Okay, I know Gary. Actually, I had to see you. Gary, yeah. Gary Black. Yeah, Gary, but Gary Black. <laughs> see, I didn't even think of Gary Owens as white. Gary Black. <laughs> like, Gary, no, man, my phone, man, I love right. Gary. Yeah, yeah, see, he you know killed you. He's like, man, I'm a brother. No, nah, but, but I ain't never looked at Gary Owens as no white, white comedian. Let me tell you something, we was on the Tom Jordan cruise, right? Gary Owens, all the comedians, we're on here, man. I'm going to show you the picture when we get done. All the comedians on there, man, and we had this thing called the drink tank that Jante Brown was hosting, right? And we sitting up there, man, and Gary Owen is the only white guy up here. Right. Like, he's the only white guy. <laughs> he said, uh, what do you call it? He said, I want to thank y'all for uh, allowing me to be uh, up here amongst all you black people. He said, I feel like saying the N-word. <laughs> boy, 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 man, don't push it. No, right. it was just so that's funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. It was he's so funny. He's one of the few people that can get away with and not even saying the no, word, not saying that the type word person. even going that close. He, he, yeah. didn't, he, didn't, he didn't, you know, he was not that type of person. Yeah. But it was just funny because he is the only way I got That can here. get that close. And he said, man, y'all make me feel like I want to say the N-word. <laughs> the whole audience, man, we was all at the trip. I said, Gary's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, man. So that's about, I don't even look at Gary as, as, as white, man. He's, he's black in my mind. So I mean, let's let's get a young lady's day props real quick, and then we're going. I want to talk about your foundation. Okay. I want to talk about what you're doing now. I want to talk about how you met Steve, right? Okay. Let's get a, let's get a young lady's day props. Who's killing it right now? Female comedians. I mean, I I, I listen to uh, Kevin Hart's podcast, and he uh, and a, a young lady named Zab. I forgot her name. Her name starts with a Z. Zainab. Okay. I think her name is Zaynab. And she was brilliant. She was smart. She was intelligent. She was talking about some of the things that female comedians go through. I want to give females their props. Who's killing it right now in your book? Female comedy. I'm going to tell you right now, man. If y'all don't go see some more. Some more. If you don't go see Adele Givens. Okay. I'm just telling you, man. Basically the queens. The, yeah, man. But, you know, I'm just saying. I'm, they're not even the queens all on there. I'm just saying. If you ain't seen her lately, right. you got to see her now. Now, okay. I'm just telling you, man, Adele Givens, golly, man, gave me a headache. <laughs> I'm talking about she gave me a headache, man. I mean, there's so many of them out there, man. You know, you know, I, I love watching the female comedians, man, because now you get to see life in a whole different fashion. Like, it's right. not that they ain't going through life like, uh, like, like us, man, but I'm just saying the female perspective about how they feel about dudes. Yes. That's what's they so educate, funny, they, man. They, 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 they not, I don't know why y'all fellas out here think y'all running game. They know. <laughs> They're telling it to us. They know. Right. They telling it to us. I've seen them. I said, that is brilliant. Oh, my gosh, the way man. She, you can appreciate it. I can appreciate the art. Yeah. Man, you know, you know it, it is very, it's very, it's very, this game of comedy, man, is you have to be intentional because there's so much at the bottom. You got to climb your way out of it. Mm. Everybody says, where you been? What you been doing? How, where, where'd you come from? Do you mean where I come from? I've been out here the whole time. Gotcha. In their minds. You yeah. Mean, yeah. I've been out here the whole time. Yeah. Man, I, man I'm telling you, man, the, I, I, man, see, I thank God that he, that he brought me a long, long way because I remember some situations, man, 
The only thing I could hold on to was that voice at 14 when he told me this is what I'm going to be doing. Mm. I've been in a situation where they put guns on the table and they're talking about they're going to pay me. I said, no, no, you're going to pay me. They put, they put guns on the yeah. table? Or you had to? No, no, no. They put guns on the table. And said, so we ain't paying you. We ain't paying you. I was going to ask you what was the, if Dog. the guy took it in the wind, but I was going to ask you what was the craziest thing ever happened. Yeah, man. That's got to be one. That's one of them. How'd you, come, how'd you come out of that? I didn't leave until I got my money. I said, ain't none of y'all killers. <laughs> If y'all was killers, why am I still sitting here talking to you? Right, it'd be over. It'd be over. So give me my money. See, God already put me on a mission. He told me at 14 what I was going to be doing. You can't kill me here. I still got to go do it. <laughs> give me my money. <laughs> so you, you, you stood your ground. Stood my ground. Did they pay? Yeah. Steve Harvey always talks about $25 and $10. And tell people real quick, man, the uh, story of you. Was it, was it on the highway? Running out of gas, sleeping in the car. Let people know about that upbringing, having yeah. to go somewhere and get twenty dollars for a gig. Or let me tell you something, man. Barely enough to fill up. Whew. Let me tell you something, man. This is how I knew, man. I remember they had this. I won the Texas Comedy Festival, right? Right. All these comedians were across Texas, and all these into this comedy competition, right? And at this time, man, my tires on my car bald. <laughs> I'm talking about just about like your head, just bald. <laughs> okay, they own that. Right, they own the car. I got to go to Dallas, Texas, man. From Houston. Okay. And so it's 250 miles, man, and the wires is showing and everything, oh, man. man. It's the finals. The grand prize, man, is two thousand dollars, right? And the finals, right? It's 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 seven of us. It's seven of us in the finals. Okay. And I love this story because I can't, you, you can't, when I tell you that you got, when you got God's favor and purpose, mm. everything lines up. I'm telling you, this is what happened. I got no money. I put everything in the tank, that right? $25 filled up. I got nothing. I can't eat when I get here. Nothing. Nothing. I got, got my outfit on, got everything on. I don't even have a hotel room. Right. You understand me? Right, right. I'm I've talking about there. I have nowhere to sleep. I've been there. You understand what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. So I get up here, man, and we're in the back before the show to make it fair. They got numbers. They pass on the hat. You got to pick one. It's the finals. That's how you, the order you going? Yeah. Okay. We'll pick that, determine the order. Guess what number I pulled? Seven. One. Four. Middle? Four. Okay. You know that's important? I need to know because I've been tell wrong you twice. Right, I'm just going to tell you why the number four is important. I was wrong on both my guesses. That, let me just tell you. Okay. That's three in front of me and three after me. Okay. I turned to every last one of the comedians in the room. I said, if y'all don't kill me, these three have no hope. <laughs> That's all I needed. The la- you mean the last three? Yeah. So they, the first I, three. I'm talking to the first three. Right, right, They're right, over right, there. Right. But I ain't even looking at them. Right. I told y'all, if y'all don't go out here and destroy this room before I get up there, I know who they are. Oh, okay, I they got They're co-workers you. of mine. I've worked shows with oh, these okay, people. Oh, okay, I got you. I thought I you meant they're going, they going after you. Yeah, they're going after me. Right. I said, because, see, five, six, and seven, they're not going to get a shot. <laughs> you understand? I ain't got no money, B. I ain't got nothing. Right. And I, you got to get some tires. I got to get some tires. <laughs> I got you. Dog, it was so crazy when they said, we all know who the winner is. They didn't even vote. The whole audience said, care. Wow. I got that check. Them fools wouldn't even come there and take the pitch with me. But I told y'all. Right. I got intent. I told you. I heard the voice at 14. I ain't got nothing. Wow. You talking about God don't provide. Next morning, discount ties. 
<laughs> you did make it back. Saw, yeah. You made it back. Hold on. On the trail. I'm sitting that discount tag. <laughs> wait for them to open. I need four. I need, I need a set of four. Dog. I'm telling you. You won the two grand. I won the two grand, man. Was that your man. first big one? Yeah. That was your first big one. Yeah, that was my first big one, man. Okay. And I'm telling you, man, the, the importance of that was, man, I had nothing. Yeah. Imagine what you would do if you had nothing. Nothing, yeah. You got to get out there and give it your all. You got to give it your all. I had to produce this check. Yeah. Once I saw that, that God's favor said, you're going to be fourth in the middle of the show. Oh, my gosh. I remember the lineup and everybody that's on that show. And all I remember, man, is that when I got on that stage... I'm talking about Pastor Freddie Haynes was in was one of the judges. Okay. I walked up there. I said, "Hey, Pastor. Hey, uh, Lee, all the judges, everything." I said, "Pastor Haynes, I'm finna be cussing." <laughs> Just so you know. Just so you know. Started <laughs> off with that. <laughs> and man, I went downhill from there, man. And the dog, all I had was ten minutes. That was it. Wow, that was it. It was a standing ovation. I walked right back there. I said, "I told y'all." And when they already said the man, they wouldn't even come on the stage. They didn't even want to come on the stage to take a picture with me. Wow. And, man, so after that, man, I realized that there is, I'm on the right path. Right. Yeah. That's all I need to know. I just wanted God to let me know that am I on the right path? Right. Am I doing what my purpose is? Stop. Don't kill me. We're going to resume the episode, but I got to pay some bills. You want the show to stick around, right? Listen, this segment was sponsored by Monetize Your Message. That's where I show you how to turn life's tribulations into celebrations. Let's face it. We've all been through some stuff. Some very traumatic, but the difference is you're making your life, which is the asset, become an investment, which is your story. And we take that story and turn it into a message and we help people who've been through similar situations. Visit howtomonetizeyourmessage.com because your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. Now enjoy the remainder of this episode. And he said yes. Yes. Okay, we're gonna, before we get to how you met Steve, let me just ask you this. I've heard this from more than one comedian because I love stand up. Yeah. I mean, I've been going to stand up. I've been I've been going to stand up since sne- sneaking in clubs and not even supposed to be there. But that's how much I appreciate the art. You could do it. Man, don't get me. I'm trying to tell you, man. Don't I've seen you. Tomatoes thrown at me, man. I'm funny on stage as a speaker. No, Holding no. that microphone. Everybody tells uh-uh. me that. Y'all ain't going to gas me up. I'm not gassing you up. Throwing tomatoes at me. I'm not gassing you up. <laughs> I've seen you. I can you. tell a few jokes. No, no, you got it. my personal experience. You got it. Man, I'm telling you something. You had me screaming. I remember. <laughs> I'm like, game changer. I'm in there, mouth wide open, head back, man. And you so serious. That's what sells it. I'd be dead serious. You'd be serious, yeah, man. Yeah, serious, yeah. Oh, but, man. But let me ask you this. I've heard professional comedians, more than one say, most comedians, I heard this from Steve, too, are, have been through a lot of pain in their life. Yes. So, that, so stand-up was their, comedy was their way of getting through yeah. it. Would, would you agree that most comedians that are good at stand-up got something Absolutely, deep Absolutely, because we didn't have money for psychiatrists. <laughs> so that's, that was so, the, No, that was, that's my therapy. Really? Yes, man. Um, he said a dark place. He said, I think he said this on one of his uh, stand-ups. He was like, I got this third eye. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. To me, the funniest thing he ever did was with T.D. Jakes. That guy yeah. ain't through with me yet. I yes. Think that... that to me, man, that introduction, of, G- the introduction the of Jesus, funniest stand up. The Michael Jackson story, bro. Man, the the, the <laughs> and, and look, I'm gonna I'm tell dress like this. Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch come out there dressed like Captain Crunch. Man, the uh, the little kid who didn't do nothing, but uh, another kid snapped on his mom. Yeah. And, she beat. <laughs> don't you? If you haven't talked to me, bro, hilarious. I know that thing back. Yeah, back. man. But he yeah. said there's a third eye. 
that comedians have because comedians have gone through a lot of pain. Yeah. Is that true? Yes. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, and it's funny, man, because you bring that up because that's, that, that's so true. Yes, it is. It is like a, we do have a third eye. Man, I see things differently. Images. I see situations. I know what makes them funny. Right. Um, but it, the the pain part is is a lot of comedians' issues, man. There a lot of people, man. Let me tell you something, man. I do a joke about myself. I'm just this how much pain. Did we talk about pain? Yeah. All right, we'll just talk about this, man. Y'all, don't, nobody knows I tried to kill myself twice. Serious. See, that, you still talk about pain, though. Well, see, when I say this, you know what I'm saying, man. You're only supposed to get one shot at it. I failed twice. Right. <laughs> Do you I'm understand? To be laughing, but if yes. you made it a joke, then yeah, that's fine. how you say it. Damn, Junior. Yeah, man. I tried to kill myself twice, man. Let me tell you what happened the first time. <laughs> Should I be laughing? Yes. Get ready, because I'm gonna tell you. Let me tell you what happened the first time, it's man. Not funny. No, no, I'm gonna tell you. This is my pain. It's fine. Okay, you I'm are. I'm over it now. I'm okay. here. You're... I'm here. And I hear. I'm not it dead, didn't bro. It didn't work. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Right, for sure. And so, man, I I couldn't take, man. My parents were were arguing every night. Mm. It was hell in the house, man. I used to try to stay out as long as I could. It would yeah, just, 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 just not even come home, mm. right? So, man, I get a. I guess I'm leaving today. I'm done. I'm going to write this note out. I wrote the note out. Then I go to the kitchen. I get the butcher knife. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm telling you. This is this, this why you talk about comedians and their pain. This is the pain. Wow. As Lord would have it, the, the recliner was too far out. I tripped on the way back to the room. Mad. You understand? I'm mad now. <laughs> I'm leaving. I am not going to be here. Wait a minute, I'm mad. you got a knife in your hand. I had a knife in my hand. You I said tripped. recliner over the recliner. Yeah, I tripped over the leg of the recliner. Okay. The knife went up. I tried to catch it. I missed. I ain't had no shoes on. The, the, the butcher knife goes directly on top of my foot and falls over. It stabs you? Yeah. Falls over. Okay. Opens up a wound. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> my mama came home and said, what the hell is all this blood doing on my damn furniture? Who did, who had, well, we got to go get these stitches. Well, you need stitches. Why? I couldn't even say nothing. Because I'm embarrassed until I try to kill myself. <laughs> she, she didn't even care nothing. She didn't even care nothing about me. She just wanted to wild all this blood in the damn flow. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, my gosh. By no means am I making fun of I'm making fun of this story. Yes. How old are you? At this time? Yes. 14. <laughs> now, wait a minute. And I knew you were going to say something like that. Yeah. We just got the message from God to find out. I hadn't got it yet. <laughs> I hadn't got that message yet. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, how does a person I, I that's so faith-based... I didn't get it. Get, I, 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 I didn't get it, That's not a judgment thing. It's, it's, I'm just it's, wondering it's, it's, how you, Let me tell you something, man. Your belief is so strong, your, your, but that was Your early. belief has become strong. Got you. See, your belief became strong because you've been through enough. Got you. I've seen God's hand and favor in my life a lot, a lot of times. Got you. When I them dudes pull their guns out, man, they didn't want to pay that money. That was God's favor. Right. I just had to be bold until I'm not leaving because I needed it. Right, right, right. He told me that's what I'm going to do. I need to produce. I got to produce. And so, man, at that time, man, at 14, man, you didn't understand, man, the hell that was going on in the house. Got you. Yeah. Man, yeah. my father told me I was never going to be nothing because he wasn't nothing. Wow. Do you understand the pain now? You're hearing that all the time. All the time. You understand the pain now? 
Yeah. I couldn't get my dad to come to a basketball game, but he'd be at every football game. See, he was, a, he was, a, he was, as long as I was running that rock, as long as I was scoring touchdowns, he was there. That's my son. Gotcha. But what about when I'm playing basketball? Gotcha. Those things matter. Those things matter. For what sure. about when I'm on this track? For sure. I ain't, know you, I ain't know you had it in you, Junior. You was, you all oh, were. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, man. I did. This my comedy thing. wasn't all. No, 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 no. <laughs> you better do some research about this boy. I'm telling you. But, man, I'm just telling you, man, that's the pain. That's crazy. See, see, you, you, you would look, you look at me now and be like, I never knew any of that. No, I didn't. You, you wouldn't know any of that because, dog, I don't wear it on my sleeves. Right, right. I told you at the same time, I still got sickle cell. Yeah, then there's that. Do you understand? Yeah. That a lot of the pain I've had. Yeah. That's do, you, do you understand, man? The things that I found out in the hospital with my parents and stuff. See, all that pain. Yeah. Is there? I just found a way to take it, make it funny. So, okay, so. You, thank God, have one failed attempt. God took the knife out your hand. Yeah, man. Gave you just enough pain to say you don't want this. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to no. do this. If I tell you, Bean, I fell over screaming, <laughs> but blood is everywhere. <laughs> ah! Ah! Stupid! <laughs> Stupid! So, yeah. And then my mama came home and started cussing and raising him about this blood in her, in her car. How long after the incident? Oh, she, dog, did she, bust she in? came in about 20 minutes later. 20 minutes later. I'm in the bathroom. I got my foot wrapped in toilet tissue. Do you hear me? <laughs> I ain't got a towel because I can't get this blood. It's, ble- it's just coming through. It's just coming through. It ain't Charmin. No, no. You know good and hell well it wasn't no Charmin. That's, it was sturdy. So, <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. You had one failed attempt. Yeah. You try again and win. 16. What happened, what happened two years later? 16. He saved you again. <sighs> yeah, man. Once again, some things have changed. Some things have got gotten crazy. By now you got the message, too. Yeah, God. yeah. I got the, you I got got the, the message, message, but you forgot. You ain't focused on that because I'm in here where okay. you can't think. Mm. You know, my father had to end up having uh, uh, another baby on my mom. So now you got that to deal with. Mm. And it's coming home, man, every single day. And it's, that's all this talk is about and the yelling and this. So I don't know why black people say when they separate, don't nobody leave the house. Yeah. See, my mama, my mama had my room. I slept on the couch. Mm. See what I'm saying? I slept on, I gave my room up. They still together physically. Yeah, they yes. in, all of them in the house. house nobody house. left. Yeah. And so, man, you know, I was so sad, man, because I, I, had, I had two sickle cell crises back to back. Gotcha. My mindset was was... It was shattered. Got you. I, I, I couldn't think right. And so, man, this time, I'm not messing with the knife. Okay? <laughs> I know that for a fact. I remember what happened the first time. I'm not messing with the knife. So that, I say. That technique over. I say, I, yeah. I say, okay. I'll tell you what they're going to do. <laughs> I wrote another note. Right? Said all the things I had to say in the note. And because I had this constant beating, you'll never be nothing. Man, watch what you, you say to your See, kid. see you, you got to understand, all this is going on constantly. Yeah. And so I get some sheets, tie together. And, man, I throw it over there, man. Now, I got a, I got a not tying badge from Boy Scouts. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> All, all this mean. No, no, this is my mindset. Cause I'm finna show you. Watch what happens, though. Watch what happens. Tied that. I threw it over the top of the door. I got a little footstool. I done tied the noose and everything. I'm standing there. I'm finna get out of here. I'm gone. Cause it's hell in here. Oh man. It's hell in here. It's hell in here. 
Nobody should have to live like this. This is hell in here. You understand? This is hell. I kicked the stool from under me. Fell square on my ass. <laughs> it, went, it was too long. This the sheet was too long. No. The knot I had tied on the other side of the door I gave way. I, I fell straight down. I'm talking about V. Legs. Look, V. Legs. <laughs> I'm talking about when I, kicked it, when I kicked it, when I kicked the stool. I'm not laughing. I swear to God, V. I'm not laughing. I fell square, like in an L, flat on my behind. Dog. I said, that's it. I said, I can't even kill myself. I can't do it. I got, I got I this nothing stuff. right. I can't do nothing. I can't even kill myself. I had to, I'm not laughing. Dog, I sat outside of my bed, B, and I just looked around and said, I can't even kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank and God. And say, thank God I did, man, because it was just showing me. Boy, stop. You're not leaving. Mm. You got a purpose, man. And you, you're not leaving. You're going to have to fulfill this purpose. And I didn't even know that at that time, man, that I would have my own foundation working for Sickle Cell. Let's talk about it. Yeah, man. Let's talk about it. Here's hope. You know. Here's hope. Yeah, it's man. It's on the hat. It's on the hat, bro. Um, uh, it's funny. I didn't know why I picked this hat. This board. Hey, it's great. man. It's a divine, uh, um, divine order. What we do, man, is, man, you know, we're working to change the shape of Sickle Cell. See, I... Let's talk about what it is first. Okay. And, 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 it, and is it only African American? <clears throat> no. Because people say, you know, only, there, there's a misconception. You never heard yes. that? Yes, I heard that. that, no. that, that it's not only African Americans that no, get sickle cell. No, Y'all look at that in have America. You had, have you heard that before? Like, only sickle cell? Yeah, no, only, no, no, so no. So let's, let's clear that up. Yeah, no, man. It's a blood disorder, man, where most people's blood cells are whole. Mine is shaped like this, just like on the hat. Those are two sickle cells. Okay, Come together to make whole. Right? And so, no. See, what happens is... Y'all try to minimize sickle cell to just the United States. This is a global issue. Mm. All in Africa, all in Turkey, mm. all in the Middle East. It's global. Mm. How many, you know, it's about... Now, now talk to me about what's happening. Because, because of the shape of yes. the cells, what's yes. not, is it, when it so passes through... When it passes through your veins and stuff, right? So when a bunch of them get together, when you're about to go into crisis, your blood vessels restrict. Gotcha. Making it tighter. So then they start... They start sticking together in joints and stopping blood flow. That's what causes the pain. Gotcha. That's called pain. Man, the pain is Can like... Can it lead to a heart attack? Man, or anywhere. I, I, could get, I could get a brain dead, everything. Yeah. Wherever blood flow. Wherever it flies. Yeah, yeah, that's Yeah. Crazy. So you have to understand, man, that a person with sickle cell lifespan is shortened by 30 years. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hmm. Let me tell you something, man. Everybody that was sickle cell, man, you get a death date. Mine was 11. I've been proving a doctor wrong 32 years, man. Come on now. I'm trying to tell you. Come on. Whoever diagnosed me, he's not going to live past 11. You should have seen me at 10. Because the, were you, you, I were was told, literally, you were you told that? Yes. Uh, you were told they that? They told my parents I was not going to live past 11. So and you got the memo too? Yeah. So when we say when you say there. we should have seen you at 10, you said, you're right. When you, when you say you should have seen me at 10, what do you I was, mean? I was playing. I had, I had some playing to do. Right. I was getting it in. <laughs> I, I'm getting it in. Hey, right. hey, hey, look here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I gotta go play. Right. Because I ain't got but six months left. Oh, man, that's and crazy. And it messes with you psychologically. Yeah, for sure. Yes, I didn't get diagnosed till I was seven. Oh, with, okay, got you. Yeah. And then they're saying basically you got so this. four years. Four years, yeah. You know how crazy, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And so, man, when I got, um, when I got past that, 
and I didn't die on my 11th birthday, what, what, what happened? What happened? Y'all were wrong. Yeah. That's right. So, man, you know, so my foundation, man, I just work with families, man. What I do, I do a 5K run every uh, June, first Saturday in June, man. You got to come out there and check it out. Yeah, for sure. And we have a great weekend, man, and uh, we have a day party. We raise money, and then I take the money, man, and I buy uh, families with sickle cell uh, Christmas. Ten families every year. Wow. I've, you know, I've, we've done now. I've been I'm doing it now eight years. And so, man, I've probably given away about 100000 Really? Yeah, man. What's the website? Where can people... Now, oh. people don't have to wait to Christmas to contribute. No, 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 no. What's you the website? Kier's Hope, K-I-E-R-S, Kier'sHope.org. Dot org. Yeah, man. And so, man, we have a... I had a big... Man, I had... It was so crazy, man. My Christmas giveaway is like a big party, man. That's dope. I got all the gifts and stuff in there, man. I even had a black Santa in there, man. I was proud. <laughs> I got to show you this, man. It was crazy because uh, uh, um, the kids were sitting on sitting on Santa's lap telling them everything that they wanted. Right. That's dope. They don't even know it's over there in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Santa no, delivered no. them extra, like, extra fat express. Said, they told me, thank you, Santa. I said, don't thank him too much. <laughs> no, but no, man. man it did, it did, man. And, um, so, man, everybody in the family, man, everybody in the family gets gifts. I don't just buy it for the person with sickle cell because it's a mm. family issue. It's a, yeah, I, I can see that. You understand, man, what made me come with this concept, man, that when I, have a, when I have a crisis, man, I came up and I was on the medication. I woke up, man, and I saw about all these people in my family just standing in my, in my hospital room and it's probably about $11,000 worth of salary in here today because I got sick. Oh, man. See, you understand, man? Yeah. So all my programs are initiated to keep the family running. Yeah, because this has an economic impact. Yes. It, it, can, it impacts the whole Yes, household. man. It, it, it has an economic impact, man. And so, you know, I want to have programs initiated to where uh, we can have um, sitters sit in with your children while you go up to work. And when gotcha. you get off, they'll report to you what the doctor said. Gotcha. That way you don't have to lose any income. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's the need. Is that the next phase? You That's, the next phase That's the next man. phase, man. Yeah. That's my next phase, yeah. man. I'm gonna launch. I'm gonna figure out how to get that grant and launch that, um, because that is so vitally important that these families do not lose the money mm. that they gonna need. Mm. You can't see. You understand? What if you're a mother and a, a, a couple or a father, and you got two kids with sickle cell? What do oh, you do man. then? I never even thought about that. See? Yeah. See is it genetic? Yeah. It's genetic. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you ain't even reason why. Um. That's why I don't have any kids. You're, are you afraid? No, I, I, yeah, I couldn't never live with myself passing this on to my child, knowing what's waiting for him. Mm. That's just hard for me to do. Is, what are the, what's the likelihood? Do we know? Of- uh, it just depends, man. Uh, I think it's about, like, it depends what. I already got it, so whoever I have a baby with, the child going to have to trade anyway. Oh, wow. And okay. then if they okay. don't have the trait, they're going to have the full it, it blood leave. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, the tra- okay, I got you. I so, got you. you know, it, it's just it's just something that I was not willing to let my parents, I mean, put, put on myself as a parent. As a parent, to deal with that. To deal with that. No one was waiting. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So, you know, I can always adopt. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know? That's an, I, that's honorable, man. Yeah. So before we go, we start at the end and we work backwards. Yeah. You got to let the people know that funny story. How did you and Steve connect and how he told you <laughs> he told you he wanted you to come on to the show? How did you and Steve oh, Harvey connect? Oh, and, and what was that call or meeting? I would like, tell you, man, tell it, him, was, it was life-changing, story. man. Um, tell you something, man. I have so much respect for Mr. Harvey, man. He showed me and taught me so many things. Mm. Um, I can only imagine. Um, I first met Steve in 2002 in Los Angeles, right? Okay. Sean McDonald... Vice down there, we got a showcase. He wanted me and, and this other gentleman named Al Freeman to be in this showcase and that their company was doing. 
And so I flew out to L.A., man, and I go out here to do the showcase. So then we go to lunch at the Rainforest Cafe in, in Los Angeles, right? Um, I think it's like in Sherman Oaks off of Ventura. And a Rainforest Cafe. And I go in there, man, and I'm just following Rashawn in there, man. And I sit down, man, I see Steve for the first time, dog. It's like your, your comedy legend is sitting right in front right of you, Right in man. front of you. I was like, oh, man. You got the glow around it. Dog, yeah, it, all that, the aura. <laughs> it, it, it was everything on that. <laughs> I can't be a comedian. We just cracked the same joke at the same time. I told you. I didn't rehearse this. You didn't do that. Man, put me on stage. Yeah, dude. man. I'm going to open for you. I'm, I want to open for you. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. We just cracked yeah. the same joke. Okay. You did. You right. did. Yeah. All right. Like, without hesitation. Yes, sir. And uh, so, uh, man, I sit there, man. I meet a man. And then Rashad going to take care of some other business. He just leaves me with Steve. I don't even know Steve. Just y'all two. It's just, you know, it's just me, him, his security guard, yeah. everybody, you know. And we're sitting there, man. He's like, all right, we'll take care of that. I got him. He don't even know me. He barely knows me. Wow. Next thing I know now, I'm in the truck, right? I'm in, sitting in the back seat behind Steve. Steve sits in the front. Yeah, right? Of course. Of the Suburban. We're in the Suburban, right? I'm sitting in the back seat. I'm like, where am I going? <laughs> I just met you just Steve. Said, you just said, come on. Yeah, he says, come on. I don't even know. You go to Beverly Hills, man. He's living in this penthouse, right? I'm talking about, dog, this was crazy, man. You got a private elevator. Come on now. No, he goes up his private elevator, man, and we standing there. I said, where are we going? I don't even know what we're doing here. I don't know. I'm just going along with it, right? <laughs> and then we get up to the top floor, man, and they were four apartments up here. Big old building, four apartments. Four apartments. Steve, we walk off the right private elevator, right straight to his door. Shag carpet. Ankle gone. <laughs> <laughs> I that high? Dog, it was that high. <laughs> when I tell you Steve, 70s dude, dog, he for real. I'm talking about ankle gone. I, I didn't even know. I couldn't even see my shoes. You just stepped in. No, I stepped in. I didn't see my shoes no more. Okay. All right? So then we go here to the L. Ray Theater, man. He's performing at the L. Ray. He had, a, he had like a show, he had like a Apollo-style night over there, man. Okay. Man, I'm just walking in with Steve, man. We're going there, man. I'm talking, this is the first day. I never didn't do anything. I don't know him. Right. So then, man, after that, man, we go to rehearsal and everything else the next day and Steve saw was seeing and he just said to me, he said, man, he said, yo, yo brother, uh, I'm going to see you again. I'll see you again, bro. It wasn't until 2009 until I seen Steve, seven years later. And that's 2002. That was in 2002. He said, I'll see you again. I'll see you again. I ain't see Steve until 2009. He didn't drop a hint. He didn't say, I, I've been watching you. He just said, I'll see you again. I'll just see you again, young brother. What happens in 2009 that make, what, what, why he call you? So I had, I had got a couple of dates with him, right? Like 2008, he was on tour. He was just doing some dates and stuff. And I got a call. He's like, hey, man, Steve want to know, Steve want to know if you want to come down to Miami, open up for him. And I was like, well, yeah, but who all said no? It's Steve Harvey. Right. You do have, you do have, you know how many names you got to skip to get to me? <laughs> so you think. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I, so I think, right. right? So I do that, do Miami. The next thing you know, man, the next week, hey, Steve got another gig for you, man. He want to know if you want to do Philadelphia with him. It's all 2008, right? I said, yeah, okay, cool. You know, I do 2008, I do, I do it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, all right, cool, man. Steve want to know if you want to do Nashville with him. I keep doing these dates with him. You understand? Steve is paying me $1,500 a show. A show. And you touring, now you're on tour. Dog, I ain't never made consistently. Yeah, yeah. Dog, them three shows, dog, I have 45? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you couldn't even, oh, dog. Like, look at me, Brian. I'd look off. I wouldn't even look at you. The tires ain't ball oh, no dog, more. Dog, 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 dog. This, you got 2,000. I, I, I got, dog. The whole contest one man. time. Man, <laughs> but dog, I'm just telling you, man, it's just like, I kept getting this gig, man, and so then I'm at home, man, and it never happens like you think it happens. We're not in no boardroom. You sit at the end of the table and they slide the contract to you and, nah, none of that. 
I was at home. I had a, I had a, just a tank top on, and 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 some flip flops and watching some college football. <laughs> okay. That's all I was doing, man. And then Rashawn McDonald called me. He said, "Man, listen, uh, this is per Steve Harvey. I just want you to know all this came from Steve." And he said, "I want to talk to you about your." He said, "I don't want to talk to you about your career. I want to talk to you about your future." Wow. That was a difference. Not talking about a career. Right. We're gonna talk about your future. Right. And he said, man, Steve wants to know, uh, would you be interested in taking this job with him and being on uh, being on uh, the morning show, right? So now I'm shaking now. And here goes the crazy part, man. He asked me, he said, don't be shamed. He said, man, how much money you was making a year doing stand-up? And man... I could have lied and said all kind of he didn't Right, right, right. He's right. not you. <laughs> yeah. I could have lied and everything. But he told he called me, told me, he said, man, I said, thirty-five thousand, right? He said, cool, I'm gonna double it. Mm, just like that. Just like that. Gave me a contract for seventy thousand. Oh, we good now. Oh, all them <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? Bro, your life, oh, just, your life just doubled. Oh, my life that doubled. That's but on top of that, man, everything that I had did went through the the two suicides, mm. the, 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 the father's comments, the father's comments, the jokes, everything, the, the family, the the, the 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 trust, the guns being pulled, everything, the tires, the tires being balled, the shag rug, the shag that. rug, swallowing my shoes, all that, man. For that one day. Mm. That was 2011. You've been on every morning since 2011? Yeah. That's 2011. And don't you understand something, man? I don't care what nobody say. I don't really, I have had the test of time to where I don't even have to worry about what people think of me. That's right. It's more people love you than hate you. Absolutely. Just hate just louder. Hate just louder. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, man, that one day, man, that one day, and here's the great part. Look who my mentor is. Absolutely. Look That's who I priceless. get to work with. That's priceless. Let me tell you what happened, man. After I get the job, he's doing his final comedy tour. And guess who he take? You with him. <laughs> Absolutely. He been taking 30, you this, he took you this long. Yeah, yeah. 32 shows. I was the whole tour. So open, now, like, like opening up? Yes. Come on, man. Doc, I was there in Las Vegas with Steve retired. With the white, uh, yes, white tuxedo. Yes, I was there. Yeah, come on, check it out now. Dog. Come on. I was there. Look at the end of the tape. You'll see me talking. Yeah, for sure. Dog, I was there. I ain't know you back then. That's you. Yes, yes me. Dog, I'm there. So listen. So listen, man. What I'm saying is that I, you, you're going to have to go through some stuff. Some things. That are going to prepare you for the next step. The reason why he didn't put me on the morning show in 2002, because I wasn't ready. Mm. I didn't go through enough. But you never know who's watching. You never you know. You never know who's watching. You never know, man. And the crazy part about it, man, is that that signing that contract, man, meant everything. I didn't care about the amount. Man, I got so much to talk to you about, man. Dog, I got, I, you, you're going to have to come back. Man. I'm going to have to, man. But well, let me ask you this yeah. real quick, since you did this. A lot of people don't know your writing credits. I know. A lot of people don't know 
writing period a lot of times yeah. is more important than actually yeah. being on stage. Man, you, but, uh, Robert actually, Townsend, like, you know, like me, some of these uh, people, uh, okay. Let me go ahead and just go ahead and cross my legs. You know so, what? I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Brian. Uh, you know, you sit here talking to an uh, Emmy-nominated producer here, okay? Did I mention that at the beginning? No, you ain't mentioned that. I will. Uh, let's put that. Let's make sure we put that at the, uh, the <laughs> <Yeah>. lower third. <laughs> hey, you, got you got an Emmy nomination? Yeah, man. For writing? For, for writing, producing. Yeah. Which, uh, which uh, project? Uh, Steve, the talk show. Oh, the, t- the talk. We need to talk about the talk show. Yeah, man. Dog, I went to the Emmys. Do you hear me? This same kid. Two suicide attempts. Two suicide attempts. Stupid. <laughs> they couldn't tie, couldn't tie his own neck. <laughs> They went to Come on, man. They I didn't went know to the Emmys, man. Do you understand, man? I've been there. Yeah. I understand my purpose. I understand adversity. I've been through it because when I signed that contract, all they said was, you did it for this. But I didn't know this, that I was going to go on tour with Steve after that. So now I got 7000 for radio, and now I'm making 1500 times 32. The first time in my life I ever made six figures. Wow. The yeah, first yeah. time. Yeah. That yeah. was the first time. I mean, do you know, man... That I actually, I actually did appreciate that moment until it was 10 years later, like now. Mm. Because, dog, it was difficult. That's why I said, you start talking about comedians and they lies, man. It was difficult just to get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. I can see it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's so much more I got to do. Yeah. I got TV shows to write. It's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. And you just had a second to tear with me on the Instinct podcast. Why am I out here? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, before I forget, because yeah, I'm a little crazy. You didn't ask me about the gorilla. I know. Oh. <laughs> I, well, you know what? You know, you got ducks out you here. So why would I ask you about a gorilla when I see ducks and stuff out here? You got crappy in this <laughs> pond. You got drum and catfish. Why am I going to ask you about this gorilla when you got animals like, all around? like he right at home. Yeah, man. I'm like, hey, the nice little gorilla. All right. Uh, you can turn, so, you can turn so, so I'm starting to do something for the show. Okay. All right. So this segment is sponsored by the Instinct Series, right? The Instinct Series is where I take animals and their different qualities and how they survive. Right. And I teach you how to take those same qualities and put them into your life. You exactly. see me do it on stage. I see you do it. The ducks never get cold because yeah. they don't have blood vessels in their feet. Right. So they learn how to kick, 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 look smooth on top. But below, they're working like hell. Yeah. And they don't, they are not afraid of cold temperatures in life. You have to do the same, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. All right. I also have done the silverback gorilla. Okay. Talk to me about this. Video, I was man. talking to my colleagues. For those who haven't seen the Instinct series, you need to check it out. I was talking it. to my colleagues. We had a, a, a debate last night. Silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear? Pound for pound, one-on-one. Who you got? Silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear? I'm going with this silverback. Thank you. Uh, you know why? Because he got thumbs. Yeah. I'll explain that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> People talking about if the gorilla stand up. Yeah. If the gorilla stand up, I'm telling you what I know. Yeah. The gorilla, I mean, uh, if the if the bear stand up. Let me tell you. And he can swipe. Boy, yeah. please. Yeah. Let you me must tell you not understand. Man. Do you understand, man? I found out, man, that they have so much quick recovery uh, healing. Like, they, they can cut their foot open. And then in a few minutes, it'll close itself yeah, back up. Yeah, See, we act like it's going to scratch us. No. Nah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but let me just tell you something, you giving it to the silverback? Uh, well, let me tell you something, man. It's so crazy because I don't remember seeing a movie about a bear. <laughs> I just ain't seen it. Oh, but everybody know who King Kong is, and that's just an overhuge silverback gorilla. That's right. I don't know. Qualities what qualities you couldn't imagine. Did y'all see that movie with that, that grizzly bear? <laughs> no. 
No, he puts out forest fires. That's what he do. Yeah, that's what he do. Hey, man. So, man. The Instincts Podcast. We going it. with the silverback. That's why I you want, man. Yeah, man. This last segment is sponsored by the Instinct Series. Make sure you guys go check that out, man. We got 17 or 18 animals right now. We're going to show you how to tap into your instincts. I have been Brian and Vane. This is Junior from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Nobody more proud of you than me, man. Hey, man, I love you, man. Appreciate it, man. No Thank doubt. you for having no me. Why Maybe am Steve. I? I Maybe do I get Steve. to go back to nature? What hey. are we doing? Now, getting off this dock <laughs> is something different. You know we swim back. No. Nah. <laughs> you see what I'm dressed as? Hey, man, do me a favor. Make sure you guys understand your message or your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. It's a great day to change lives. This is Junior from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make sure y'all subscribe, review, download, and share this message, man. We believe that there's a lot more positivity in the world than it is negativity. It's just that you see the negativity more. Again, it's a great day to change lives, man. I appreciate you, boy. I love you. I love you, man. Thank you, boy, man. No doubt, no doubt. Woo! That was fun, man. That was good.